0: Right. Okay. Welcome to the pod. Uh, a, a pod. It's great to have. It's great to have Paul back. I've, I've been a couple of days. I've been not seeing Paul really. Only passing. Really. He's he's actually um, been 2 too podding me. He's been podding around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. I have a bit. I've been on someone else's pod. A blo- a blo- <laughs> Double podder. A bloke called Nigel Warburton. No relation. Well, who, well, to who? Warburton. War button, you, know, you know what the war button does, seriously. Makes those um, crumpets I love. I thought you were gonna tell me some story about a, a Burton who works in the war. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a war monger yeah. was also a war Burton. <laughs> and he did a pause, but I tell you what, he had a great, I was just saying to Paul that he has this great thing where he had one microphone which he held. Oh. And you could only talk when he was pointing the microphone. You at, what which means I couldn't interrupt him. Yeah. And uh, God, what bliss that would be. Yeah, I know. I just thought, God. Anyway, um, I uh, heard you on the radio this morning. Which one? Five, talk, five Live? Five Talk Radio. Five Live? Yes. Radio five, with Emma Barnett? Yeah, and your mum. And my mum, yeah. Well, I'm promoting my book this week, and it's been... Uh, it's, uh, it's What has it been, Paul? I thought you were flirting with her. A... No way. Emma Barnett. No way. What I've realised is that the, the way that I carry on with people normally is... It, it, you just can't do that in any of these professional situations. I, I mean, even be over friendly. I don't mean sexual in any way at all. Just over friendly, because they are hardened to all that. Right. And it's also a very corporate atmosphere. So there's very tight, rigid boundaries around everyone. All right. And it's just like not funny. Even if you kind of make a kind of slightly naughty joke. I don't mean it for sexual nature, of any nature, no, cheeky. They're just not interested. They're just not interested. No, it's just I not. It, like. They've heard Yeah, right. They've heard it all before. Yes. You know, and you're even in, your stuff. And you're in. And you're in a seat which, is like, it's, it's some of the most famous bums and British showbiz have yes. settled. Yes. You know, in the last kind of three or four weeks, it's still warm from It'll kind of dry up, you tedious little man. <laughs> you know, so I just was really on best behaviour, and just trying to do. I've had them all in here. <laughs> in the back of this cab. <laughs> and and. Uh, uh, the, the one of the things I noticed was the really high security around um, uh, uh, around media. Getting into both the the sky, getting into the Sky City at, mm. at Austin, wherever it is, where they do all the TV they look, make shows, all sorts of stuff, is like getting into a kind of high, you know, kind of high securitized zone. It's like getting into sort of a heavy embassy in Afghanistan, well, you know why, like the you? green, like the green zone. And you would know why. Because that's where they want to get. They want to get in there and start broadcasting out. They certainly They do. would do a beheading on the radio Absolutely. if they could. Which wouldn't be as well, impactful. What, the SDP? Liberal Democrats? <laughs> <laughs> beheading one of, of their members. Beheading, beheading half of their membership. No, and, and it's a real anyway. sense of, like, we're going to control everybody who comes anywhere near here. And also, what I really got poor, which I liked, was the closer you got to the um, studio where they're actually interviewing the politicians and putting the news out. They are making the news. They've got a tube of it and they're squeezing it out. It's like like the the hole that news comes out of. It's It's a small sphincter. There's so much energy there. Not just the energy of the lights, because all those lights are bright, but the intensity of all those people around there, the importance of that spot, because it has got so important, particularly with this Brexit stuff going on. Mm. What's going on in those lights is really... It's, it's one of the most... It's, it, I guess it used to be like the altar at Canterbury Cathedral or somewhere. I don't know, I don't know. But it's like a really important spot and as I got there, it got more and more frightening. It got more and more important. I no, just, no, not at all. I felt, I felt absolutely withered and... <coughs> constricted. Constricted. <coughs> As they tried to force you through the sphincter. Yeah, and it was just absolutely terrible. And I just got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and, <laughs> smaller, and smaller. I didn't think I'd be able to even reach up to get on the chair. It was like, I felt so small. That's and what ins- they say happens when you go on telly. And insignificant. You become wider and smaller. Right. And your head expands. Before, before the interview started, we had a little chat. And, you know, she's just been inter- she'd just done, like, about ten minutes or quarter now with Tom Watson. About Brexit and about anti-Semitism and all that, and then right. ding, he's out the chair. Boom, I'm in the chair. Right. And she just like flicks through some papers. She's got my book on the on the table. I can tell she hasn't opened it. Okay, mm. not read it. Not not read it. I can tell she hasn't opened it. Okay. Right. And obviously, I don't want to catch her. I don't want her to be caught out. I don't she want. She'd have be... gone for it. No way. She's just fucking She's She's gone, gone for it. <laughs> humiliated. Her. I well, have have gone, you read it then? No, no, I shouldn't. Why I you got, me? I would <laughs> go, you know that amazing bit where I give my mother the, th- that pink lemon? She goes, oh, yeah, of course. I go, that's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> you you fraud. But, it, but in fact, and I did think about that, but obviously as soon as I got there, just the whole power, the overwhelming power of the yeah, whole thing. You were diminished. Totally, and I just thought, I just don't want to get into any trouble. Yeah. and uh, they never let you on there again eh, if you do something like, well also, it just did seem to be gr- un- ungracious to to, but what about Tracy then? Does it make that, that all the more extraordinary that day that she went on there and did the last swearing on British television after the sex pistols? Have you actually seen that whole interview it wasn 't like being interviewed one on one it was there were in a group discussion. Do you remember? And Tim Marlowe was the goddamn presenter. Did you know that? Oh, it was what? him. Tim Marlowe was the presenter, yeah. And if you it if, was if, somewhat eclipsed. If, if you go back and watch it, the, the other people in the group were so dull and pompous and up their asses. I mean, it was so ripe. It was the she, typical Tracy. She just, didn't just do it, you know, off off the cuff. She didn't do it yeah, in a wrong place. She could see it. She it, it was it was an entirely appropriate response. She had this mad metal finger. At the time, she caught a hand in the conveyor belt of a luggage thing on, and so she had this big metal finger, which was kind of poking at them all through the interview. Mm-hmm. It was really alarming because obviously they didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. just had this really strange prosthesis mm-hmm. on, her, on her hand. Yeah, but well, I didn't go. I didn't go rogue. I didn't feel like going rogue. And they were. Everyone was very. Everyone was very kind to me. And the, and the situation didn't. It, it didn't merit going rogue. They were trying to be nice to me. So we had a quick chat. She goes, tell me what this thing's about. You... They okay. go, <laughs> the adverts are on, and Adver- you suddenly hear an advert starting and the volume goes down, and they all relax visibly. They all sit back and slump, So they, the, the two presenters. And the, uh, and the nice lady presenter said, tell me quickly what this is about. What am I going to ask you? And I said, this is what the book's about, da da da, da. Here's a good question, here's a good question. She said, that's great. What can I talk to you about this? I go, yeah, I definitely. Ask me about that. It's fine. Because the good thing about that is, and like, i so articulate, Paul. I'm just not stammering. I'm not waffling. I'm on pure pod adrenaline. It's like the words are flying out of me so fucking sweetly. I can see her brightening towards me, thinking this is going to be okay. And uh, and then she says, right, okay. And the, and the, and the stage woman says, okay, everyone, ads, uh, you know, five seconds for the ads finish. Whatever. It are we is. on the ra- Are we on the telly? Telly The on the telly. Yeah. Which I didn't see. So so then the then then the, the uh the the uh, the ads finish. Click the I see a big red light go on, everyone leans forward and puts on their T V face and I and I and uh, she turns to me and she asks me a question and I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> did I tell you this last Sorry, night? Did we, I tell you this last night? T- did I tell you this last night? No. She took spoke. T- perfectly at uh, at perfectly reasonable level it was her mouth moving but yeah you know, and, uh, and the words just <laughs> <laughs> went straight Ooh. I wanted to turn around and see if they were had okay, gone some of the wall, wall. Yeah. And, and, and I heard myself saying something I don't know what and, <laughs> you know my words podding when i and wind um. And I just and I really <laughs> stammered, stuttered oh, 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 oh. like fly in the the fly with a human head. I'm not exaggerating. I just got stuck on a word. Oh, oh, you know, <laughs> like whoop, 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 whoop. Was, and what was so Tilt. alarming was the was the was that oh. um, I'm not I'm, I'm not exaggerating was the change in her facial expression. <laughs> From total confidence to like oh what shit. the fuck is going on? <laughs> And she went down and rustled, started rustling her papers, and I was still... No, then... I, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, Paul. You have, I've, got to really, I've got to really keep it on level and not be anecdotal about it. So then I thought, right... She then asked me another question, which I got. I thought, right, OK, I can think of a little, a little tiny anecdote. It's going to work. It's quite funny. And I started off on it, <laughs> and I realised that the answer she wanted was basically... 10 words, no, maybe 15 words maximum, <laughs> possibly three sentences. And, and the story that I was going to tell, I realised, was like four minutes, five. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it, because I knew monologuing. the end. It, I knew, well, it, we wouldn't call it monologuing. It wasn't that long, not four minutes, but it, it was a little story. And I knew it had a funny ending. Right. And she was just like... Waving her finger in front of me like you've got to stop, and I couldn't find a way out of this story, and I just couldn't get to the. I couldn't get. <laughs> she was waving yeah, her, her finger, you? and I just couldn't. And so I had, so I'd put together three or four sentences, which on that, which you know, without hearing the, the, the rest <laughs> of the story, were like kind of mentally ill. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> She just said to like me. She just said, "I'm so sorry, but we've run we've got out. to stop. We've, we've run out. <laughs> but you've run out anyway." And, and then she said, "You're you not know, welcome. I'm really sorry, but you're not welcome God, here anymore." So it was so horrible, and I just wanted to get out of there as fast as possible. And oh. the good thing is, is that the the sky don't let you look at clips of their news unless you paid for it. So no one can see it unless I pay for it. What? Well, I... No, other people can see if they pay for it. You know, you can't go onto this, can they? Anyone can, guy. Oh really? I it's thought it's the news. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's either. not just exclusive to you. I thought oh no, really? I That's you were on the TV. You were broadcasting. I don't think anyone can see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> already on YouTube. I shouldn't, anyway. not, I shouldn't have potted this. Watch this bumbling fool <laughs> crash and burn. I think it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to see it. That much I know. I never I want to Keith see. I asked Keith what he said. No, what? don't. I don't want to hear. I don't ask want to. Hear. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. Shall I quote exactly? N- no, I don't want to hear. Okay. Guy, don't be sensitive. I, I, I you can't don't... be on telly and be sensitive about these things. Let's just have a quick. look. Did you see? Yeah, and uh, anyway, so. And I quote. Oh no 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 no. he no, 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 no. says. Um, waffling. How did he come across on the telly? Oh, don't. Was my question. No, it's going to be horrible. And and he said. And I quote, not sure he had the news format's brevity worked out <laughs> as they cut him off mid-anecdote, which is a sin, exclamation mark. I, I said, ag, no, he doesn't have that worked out. He operates better in after-dinner mode. <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Absolutely. You love an after-dinner speech, Guy. Oh. An, an anecdote. Anyway. I said, I hope yes. Well, basically, what my recollection is completely correct. Because hmm. my story matches up with that, doesn't it? It does, yes. Yeah. Totally. He was polite enough not to say my first answer, which didn't actually comprise any words at all. <laughs> Intelligible in the English language. The person. <laughs> Look, it's very frightening when someone asks you a question on live TV and you don't hear it. It must be, yeah. Uh, I've been on the telly before. Let me guess. Is it um, Crime Watch? No, but my uncle was on Crime Watch. <laughs> my, un- my uncle, my uncle Jared. If he's listening to this, he'll kill me. But he was—he was like a bit of a rogue. My uncle Jared, an Irishman, my mother's youngest brother. They—they they put an advert in the stage. Him and his mate. They said, "Oh, they, all these actors are just desperate for work. Let's put a, an advert in the stage and offer to put together a tape." like a videotape of them acting and we'll send it out to agents and they thought we'll probably get a few if we charge a tenner each we'll make a bit of money on the side and he said they put this advert in the stage and what did it say? and it said something like actors um, do you need exposure we can get you to the right people Uh, send ten pound check to this number and a demonstration tape and we'll put it on our thing so he said and they went in the first day and there were five tapes on the doormat and they were like, fucking hell, five to fifth, that's fifty quid down the So they were down the pub and everything. They came back, <laughs> and the second post was another ten. And it went on like that for a week. They were just coming through the letterbox more and more. And it was like, oh, this is great. we we'll just all the tapes were stacking up in the corner and all the checks were on the on the thing. And they were down the pub every day because they're an you know, Irishman. And then and then one day, I think about three weeks into it, and the tapes just kept on coming. There were loads of them. He said by this time they'd. Just they were not even bother to stack them anymore. <laughs> they were just taking the checks out and putting them in the corner of the room. And um, and then he said trampling on the and dreams and then these, these poor and then these people. Letters started to arrive right. With them. What when do we <laughs> When do we expect the, 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 oh, the another one? I oh, just throw them away. Just make sure there's no <laughs> check in it. And I can't remember if they actually asked for more money. <laughs> I think they might have done because it was regarded. Well, they took a very dim view of it anyway. And, so the next thing was it was a quiet week on Crime Watch, and my and <laughs> <laughs> my uncle ended up on Crime Watch. Said, do you know that you know when they do that bit and they do little sketches of people? Right. This pair have been taking advantage <laughs> of of, of out-of-work actors. Do you know this man? And it's like my uncle's Fizzog, He's got a big scar on his cheek, which he, he got falling over drunk. He's not a violent person. Mm. And he, I think he did... Uh, he had a suspended sentence in the end. He ran away to Canada and then came back and... Uh, uh, faced face justice. Faced music. Yeah, yeah faced music. Yeah. Fucking great, though. Yeah. What were you in on TV for? Oh, uh, well... Well, on which I came from, don't <laughs> <laughs> Well, there were a number of appearances. You see a guy. I'm no spring chicken, you know. I'm a, I'm a lot older than I look. Forty years in the business. I've been on. I've been on um, that Alan Ye- Yentob thing talking about art. I've been on Blue Peter. Hold on, you on Alan Yentob show about art? Yes, yeah, called Artist's Childs Play, where artists were talking about their childhoods. Okay. And um, we all made shoeboxes for some charity thing, and then they auctioned them off. And that for the same thing, I went on Blue Peter. And they get, they gave me a badge and everything. Not a gold one. You had to make them money or something to do... That. Did you watch Blue Peter when you were a child? Yes. Did you? Yeah, I loved it. So it was a real buzz to be on it. I mean, I could, you couldn't be on, on Vision On anymore, cos it's not on the telly anymore, or... Is Blue Peter running now? No, it's gone now. It was, one, it was the last year that it was on that I went on it. God, it must have been an amazing decision to wax that. Fuck yeah, but with John notes. It's gone. just like saying, childhood's fucked. Yeah. Where do why, why don't we just accept Top it? Top of the pops as well when they got rid yeah. of that. Yeah, well that it. yeah no pointless. that wasn't quite childhood. That was the just the music industry changed so much. But then also I remember that, that tell you what they did try and do, which used to really amuse me. They tried to have some children's programmes on Radio Four. Uh, they said what good is would have trained kids to listen to talk. <laughs> them to listen to what? Talk radio, you know, to, to you know to radio indoctrinate programs. them. No, like, it was like they would tell stories. They had a magazine program for kids. Oh, like, was, hey, kids. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly it. And the mum and dad were meant to turn the radio. And the something... kids were meant to sit and listen to this quite lame program, um, appealing to children in the era of, you know, the, the tablet. The yes. Game Boy, you know, the game, yeah, yeah. the video game. that the kids are meant to sit down and listen to it. This week we're, we're going to the Imperial War Museum. Yes, it's really exciting. <laughs> we're going on a canal Come walk. Come on, guy. We're going on a canal, canal walk. walk. <laughs> exactly. This week we're discussing how to fix your bike at home. And, and uh, it was called, the guy was called Max, I remember that, who with this poor sap was made to front it up, <coughs> and he was increasingly... You could feel his, his throat was tighter and tighter each week as you felt the audience <laughs> the was audience going to single-figure, you know. There was so few... You just couldn't imagine any child. I think occasionally our kids would, like, walk through the room and I'd say, kids, listen to this, and they're just like... Totally blank me, just keep on walking. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, and then just like walk straight past me. Yeah, to the Game Boy. Or yeah, I I heard yesterday a child's voice on Radio 4 advertising some kids' programme on Radio 4. Did you? Yes, and I thought, well, that's not going to go very well. Well, I. I, I on the radio, I, in the car. I, I, you, yesterday you were very drunk, weren't you? You sure? Did you hear? No, no, no this was on, in the drive over when I wasn't drunk. OK, I've not heard that, and I am amazed that with Radio 4, we're going to go down that suicidal plane again. Once more into the breach. <laughs> You'll be mown down. <laughs> by <laughs> Half a league onwards <laughs> into the valley of death. <laughs> <laughs> Road children's programming. Exactly, by modern technology. Anyway, um, you were quite drunk last night, weren't you? I'm hammered. So I'd missed your speech because it was so hot in there. So what I didn't realise was all those walls in the gallery where you had your opening were mm. all heated. Yeah, do you know why? Uh, hot walls? Art. They in were, the name thought, of art. There were an art installation. Paul. One more in the name of art. <sighs> there were an art installation. Okay. They, that wall, it was, it was warm. Warm walls. Mm. A huge server. What does that say, then? It's like a huge server, and your emails are behind that. Mm.
1: Is it a, what was it a
0: firewall? Is that what they're trying to say? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a no... bit of shit it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is your art, but you know I, I, I'm not going to knock it. You never thought of that, did you? What? Hot walls. No. <laughs> and I couldn't have done it myself. That's for certain. <laughs> I could fucking do that. <laughs> but anyway, good luck to you. It just was a, a it, was, it was a bit of a. It was a bit of an extraordinary thing to happen. I just thought they were doing some building work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was. I mean. Uh, Oh, the party went off. Okay. As he sold it, then. The, pa- the party went off. Okay, didn't it? It was a party. Yeah, I out. just got a bit hot and had to slip out. Slip out. Yeah. How about this? We've been sent by a a listener. A, a listener, a little present which I'm going to open. It says to, to Paul and Guy. What does it say in that in the little card? Uh, one of our one of our one of our first listeners and most loyal uh, listeners, Vanessa. Ah. Oh. Um, and the you read the card out, Van, Vanessa Vanessa SB. It says, "Oh, it didn't say anything." Oh, so right, okay. And and the, it's like a little pamphlet, and it's called, "It's February 1972, It says on the bottom, and on the and the, and the main title is "A Handbook of Drug Terms." Useful. And then underneath, revise <laughs> 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 to bring it's it right like, up to date. Yeah. <laughs> to bring it bang up to date. And then there's but there's a little dictionary. Tea. There's a little dictionary. Of, I'm gonna test you. Okay. Okay, so go so on. Let And then it's like it's like a it's like a just it's like a little glossary. Go on then. Um... Hit me. Daddy-o. <laughs> what's a brain tickler? A brain tickler? Yeah. Uh, a condom used in a brain fuck. Head fuck. <laughs> pills of any type. Oh, any Pati- type of pills. Particularly amphetamines. What a, what's a bomb beater? Oh, that's easy. What? It's something that you beat your bomb with. Beat. No, it's an injection of heroin and amphetamine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. No, 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 no wonder I don't know that now. Go on, then. Oh, this is quite enlightening. Yeah. Candy. Candy, that's easy. What? That's a general purpose drug term. Well actually it says here there are two uses for it. One is barbiturates, and two is a nickname for cocaine. Oh. Candy Yeah, brain candy. They oh, said that brain you're making you want some brain candy. Businessman's trip. Oh I know what that is. Yeah, you do you, yeah, you methyltriptamine. God, you know that DMT, yeah. You short-acting hallucinogen. You told me it was the businessman's drug, yeah. Well, that's what they used to call it. Yeah, yeah. But I can't see any businessman taking that for very long. I'm not, no. not staying businessman, anyway. Oh, okay. The ex-businessman's trip. I right, okay, it. I'm going to try and catch you on one more last one. Mm-hmm. An ice cream habit. Like a hand shandy. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a creamy, addi- addicted to it's a creamy wank. <laughs> no. no, an ice cream habit quite nice is... An off and on use of drugs. Oh, an ice cream habit. Yeah, that's what I've got. What I've got you've got an ice cream habit, yeah. I mean, I'm not like you know, I, I I can live without them. Yeah. Needle freak. What? One needle freak is one who is addicted more to the needle than the drug. Yeah, they'll put anything in it. Any old shit, ground up tablets. A the needle freak—they just like the rush of it going in the vein. I used to know one of them. It was a hell's angel. Right. What about a travel agent? <laughs> this is like made up. It's like cake. <laughs> it's like, like, it's agent? like a Chris Morris glossary of, of bullshit. I wonder to if to they catch your out So what's what? What is a travel agent? Uh, presumably a dealer who moves around. Somebody who supplies LSD. Right, <laughs> right I'm going to use some, some terms now in a sentence. Right, and I want you to see if you can get it. Yeah man he was hung up on that huffer uh, but his habit to Dexies ended up being a contact high <laughs> I don't know what huffer is huffer is that he was hung up he was he had a, he had a what interest in what huffer but, is. but he also like some dextrostrolone. <laughs> dextrostrolone? No, no, he liked his friend to take it, so he got he got he got the effects oh. through association. OK, that's correct, but you did... What it, is huffer? You fell down on the huffer. Yeah, what is which it? Which is somebody who gets high by in- inhaling the fumes of petrol. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You huffer. People will do I anything to I, I, yeah, it, I, I ha- ha- it hasn't come to that with us. It has hasn't it. yet come yeah, to that. Uh, no, no. So anyway, I heard today on the radio. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what your thoughts would be on this. That um, do you know that the the uh, the fatwa that was pronounced on Salman Rushdie? Yes. It was actually set up by two English blokes who went on holiday to Iran and just went to see one of the imams and said, "We think you should put a fatwa out on this guy," and that's how it started. Yeah, but but had the ground not been really fertile. It it w- we would never have heard of it again, probably not. But whether or not they knew it was or whether they were a, a, a symptom of it, there was a, there was a turning point in history just about to, just about to, 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 to arrive and it just he he was just on the pivot but it would have happened with someone else and not necessarily a factor on a book but you know he took the piss royally out of being a Muslim yeah. at the time just when the Muslims were saying, we're fucked off with this. There's a creaking sound can you hear it? It's the thin ice under our feet <laughs> As we venture out into this. <laughs> right, right. <It> <laughs> As we get a fat put on yeah, that. that's well, just ridiculous no, 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 no. I, we're not We're not being disrespectful at all. We're not being disrespectful. No, not at all. Once I'm saying, at all. Why that, that, I, listen, I'm not. <laughs> don't put. He, he is. And you're you're and a death sentence too. No, I'm not. I have a death not, sentence on I, you. Stop saying that. You're I'm getting uber excited. Relax. relax. Just listen to me. The Muslims were saying, rightly, in my opinion, we're fucked off. He's, he's now raising his finger to the dis, sky. Disrespected and, have, and ignored by the Christians and the Jews. And we are not going to take it anymore. And when that book came out, which I couldn't be asked to read because it was really boring. It was thick. Thick, big. I, I went, more burnt than read, that book. I heard quite, about... quite a good thing to have said about your book. More people burnt it than read it. One of the mullers on the radio said, actually, it was quite a good book. <laughs> If they'd just removed these offensive bits, it would still have been a good book. Yeah, well... But he wouldn't remove them, therefore we had to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well yeah. it had to be pronounced what was going to happen. I actually thought it was fair enough. I would put no, no, a few you... more fatwas out on a few other authors as well while I was at it. Mm. On grammatical grounds. Well, yeah, or just on the grounds of releasing shit books. Mm. Mm. What about some fatwas on artists as well? Philip K. Dirk. Fuck you. this is why you're not a muller (laughs) you haven't got a fucking clue shall we try oh I know what I'm going to have oh what are you going to do a beer oh for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) a cleansing beer I might have a little glass just to join you so you're not drinking alone yeah okay I was going to say something to you about the um, the run up to last night did you have any one there that you weren't expecting yeah this is it guy's Launched last night. Yeah, yeah. Who was there? Can you, can you talk about it? Well, I don't want to seem at all name droppy or anything like that. Oh, really? Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not sure that well, it really suits been... me to say that. But but Just nice mouth pe- it. Mouth it. <laughs> Like this guy. <laughs> on. I know you this is a fucking nasty it. trap. It's not a trap. It always is. Hold on. Can Let me open this. It? Let Just me open it. Like this It, it was friends. Nice. Nice. I'm sorry that you missed my speech. Was it? Yeah. I said I said that I, I was wanted it? I was thanked it? all my friends. No. <laughs> Shut up! Was it Robert Plant? <laughs> no, it was not Robert Plant. <laughs> did you get that idea of I Robert Plant? know no, I don't know. No, I tell you who did turn up accidentally. Geoffrey Archer, not looking for my party. <laughs> not he looking didn't. for my party. What the fuck? Nick 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 said he was standing there and, and through the glass he saw Geoffrey Archer. What the fuck? So naturally Nick thought, oh well Geoffrey Archer must be coming. a party, come here. So, so Geoffrey Archer comes in and says to Nick, where are the Tracy Emin I- 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 drawings? Now in fact Tracy Emin's got a show at Jay's Other Gallery down in Bermondsey. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Nick said, well, actually, this is, there are no Tracy Emin drawings here. That's the show there, and he showed him that that you know the, the, walls, the, the installation, the warm walls. And he said, "But actually, Tracy Emin is just over there. If you want to just go and see." It, he said, "I'm not interested in that. I only want the drawings." First among equals, Cain <laughs> and Abel. Have right. you read any of his books? Never. See, they talk about a fucking fatwa. There's one right there for you. What do you mean? Well, they should have put a fatwa out on him, shouldn't they, Jeffrey Archer? <laughs> Well, I've never read his books, and I can't comment, but I know this is that he's widely uh, ridiculed by Pilly other writers. Rude. Yeah, by other writers. But he has, he has a, I'm sure he sells it. I'm sure publishers love him. Cheers. Cheers. Long life. Good health. Peace, prosperity. Mm. Live long and prosper. Mm. You see, this is mm. another example of something cheap being better than something expensive. What? Simple Stella Artois. Nice big can. Oh, 99p or something. Pork sausages, is they're better if they're cheaper. No, they're not. God, that's know. disgusting. Do you know what they put in those? Chocolate is better the, if it's cheaper. The should. bell end and the and the oh, <laughs> well, the hole. You know don't want it to be chewing it it. Them, like, <laughs> <laughs> in the fucking morning, especially if you felt like I did this morning. The last thing you want to be doing is picking pieces of, of pig's anus <laughs> out <laughs> of your teeth. <laughs> OK, all right, what about chocolate? Chocolate's better. Shit. Than- cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. bollocks. Yeah. And you don't like chocolate? if you say that. You don't like chocolate. You like that muck. Okay. That well, process. Let's, let's, let's talk about something else. No, let's talk about this. I can, this. I, I can see this mug. being quite fruitful, this, this discussion. No, I so think it, that... What part of chocolate is better if it's cheap? Well, the thing about... Uh, uh, there is an honesty and an openness and a welcomeness and a de- democratic... Uh, ..sort of... Uh, ..a democratic um, mouthful to the... <laughs> Cadbury's Dairy Milk. They don't even own it anymore. I don't, I they sold it Shut to up. Fuckers. I agree, since they, Hershey's taken over, there's been a slight falling off. So there's a slight roll. It's problem. shit. So we it? might have to go one tiny bit up. But but not really, but... Galaxy. Yeah. Or oh, Yorkie. Do they own Yorkie too? They don't do Yorkie anymore, Guy. They've stopped that about ten years. No, no, no. they do Yorkie. They, 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 they do Yorkie. From the fridge. Uh, it has to be cooled. So it's got, that, no snap. It's like it's got that snap. It's like plastic. it that snap. it doesn't melt. It's got that snap. Whereas the expensive ones are bitter, too small, far too small, far too little thinness chocolate in it. I see, I like the thinness. The really expensive. Well, Where yeah. are you with a Bendix mint? <laughs> After dinner mint. No, the Bendix box with all the different kinds in the bitter mints and the... Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're like coins in a kind of... Uh, they're like co- tweedy, coins in a sort of tweedy, yeah. little row. Do you like that? Uh, and you have to unwrap each one, don't you? Where are you on that sh- on that coffee that a cat that a cat eats and then shits out, and it comes out? It's like a long poo made of coffee beans and held together with cat shit, and it's the most expensive coffee in the world. Where are you on that? I'd have to taste it. I'd have to taste it. Would you drink it? that? That's been through a cat's intestinal tract. Yeah, yeah, definitely would. Well, I'd try it. Yeah. Is it a civic cat? Is it what? Might be a civet. Certain kind of cat, Mm. yeah. Certain kind of coffee. Yeah, yeah. So you would try that? Yeah. Is there anything you wouldn't try? Incest. Folk dancing. Define incest. Folk dancing. (laughs) 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 You're issuing challenges to me. (laughs) Otherwise otherwise, there's nothing I wouldn't try once. Once? Yeah. Nailing your bell into a table. (laughs) Oh god, we all getting back onto this one. So stapling, yeah. No, 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 no. no. I, I don't know. mean stapling.